0: 27 and verse one. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. I want to talk a little bit about this beginning with a a new year. Some would say a new decade. Some debate that. But uh, nevertheless, it is 20. uh, And so it makes us think of a a new decade Um, to think about what Proverbs says about the wisdom of that we need regarding time and two thoughts for us this afternoon. Number one is that we uh, should not uh, boast about tomorrow or another way to put it, we should not take tomorrow for granted. We should not boast about tomorrow or take tomorrow for granted. And number two, by way of consequence, we should make the most of today. We should make the most of today. So two points as we think about what Proverbs says here about time. First of all, do not boast about tomorrow. Do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Now here, Solomon is telling us that we should, like the uh, book of James tells us, not uh, presume upon the future because we don't know what the future is. Holds. We are not sovereign over our own days. And God is the one who knows what tomorrow holds. And therefore, we need to walk with humility in the way that we walk all the days of our life. And so, uh, for example, James says, do not boast uh, that you are going to go to this city and that city and that you are going to make a sum of money. But rather that James says you should say, Lord Willing, one of the reasons uh, boys and girls, your parents may say that phrase um, frequently in your presence, Lord willing, is they are following this proverb, they are seeking not to boast in tomorrow. they are saying we we have these plans, and this uh, proverb is not saying that you should not plan for twenty twenty but that we submit our plans to the Lord, and so we say, according to James Lord. Willing. If it's the Lord's will, uh, we will do such and such. But we will not boast about it as though our days are our own. They are not. Tomorrow is not guaranteed to any of us. And I would like to uh, say that with regard to a number of different persons. First of all, for you young people. Tomorrow is not guaranteed to you even though you're young. Now, by God's mercy, fewer children are dying in childhood than formerly. You can go to old cemeteries and you'll notice that there are uh, in those old cemeteries uh, graves from the 19th and early 20th century where you saw lots of small headstones. And those small headstones often represented the death of a child. They were a way of signifying that it was not an adult that had died. And you can go and read the year of birth and the year of death and realize that indeed it was a child. But even still, with all the advances that we have, young people, you cannot take it as a guarantee that you will see adulthood. And this means that you need to seek the Lord even now in your youth. The Bible says, I will seek him early. Now, commentators sometimes uh Do not always agree whether that early is referencing the time of day in the day or early as in one's uh, stage of life um, that you seek him when you're young. Either way, um, the youth are not guaranteed adulthood, not guaranteed even to live into old age. And so you need to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon the Lord While he is near, now is the time for you to do that. Tomorrow is not guaranteed to those of us who are in a measure of good health. Uh, We don't know, as I have said to you in the past. All of us are one foolish driver texting uh, and a double yellow line away from uh, the funeral home. We don't know. Even those of us in uh, good health. And we think, as far as we can see, we should be around for a while, but that is not guaranteed to us either. So we ought to walk with humility. We don't know, driving home, what awaits us. Living in a nation of prosperity is not a guarantee of our future. We are blessed uh, among nations. God has blessed us economically and financially in ways that, Our forefathers could never have imagined. But this is no guarantee for the future. We cannot take that money and buy time with it. This is particularly true of those who are aged. Uh, There comes a point in your life where time becomes more valuable than your money. Because with money, you can only buy so much stuff. And there's only so much you can do with all that stuff. It comes a point in your life where the time becomes more valuable than even your money. If if people could uh, use their money and buy more time, many of them would. But they they are running out of time. Even us who are middle aged need to be sober about that. I was saying to my parents just while we were on vacation that entering into your 50s is kind of a, a little bit of an awakening. You realize that. You have more sand at the bottom of your hourglass than you do at the top, unless I live to be 104, which is not likely, but, but, um, those of us in middle age need to realize, um, that they that, that the days are fleeting. Tomorrow is not even guaranteed to us, though we think we still might have 20 or 30 years with extra strength. Uh, that is not a guarantee. Having a strong military, is not a guarantee for us tomorrow. Um, we are foolish if we trust and put our trust in horses and chariots. Our, our hope must be the Lord. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Our nation is not guaranteed tomorrow. We need to realize that and be humble about it and seek the Lord and urge our neighbors to seek the Lord. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days. I understand that you just heard a sermon on that uh, while I was away. Teach us to number our days that we might present to you hearts of wisdom, that we uh, should seek the Lord, that God would help us uh, to realize that we need to use our days wisely and that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Now, as we're told not to boast about tomorrow, we are by way uh Of consequence to make the most of today and I want to talk about that secondly with you with regard to several areas of our life first of all I would like to talk to you about making the most of today with regard to your own personal salvation this is especially true for those of you who are not in the Lord Jesus Christ this afternoon those of you who are still unregenerate unconverted And uncommitted to the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is the day of salvation. And I want to urge you to make the most of it. Don't boast about tomorrow as though you've got plenty of time to settle things with the Lord. Remember that uh, the Puritans used to say that tomorrow's repentance is today's disobedience. By putting off tomorrow, you are sinning today. Today. If you do not turn away from sin or say, I'll turn away from sin tomorrow or in the future, what you're saying is, I will continue in rebellion right now. I will continue in my rebellion against the Lord until it suits me. But tomorrow is not guaranteed for you. You do not know. Jonathan Edwards in that famous of sermons, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God said that we were as spiders being held by our own thread in the hand of God over the fire. And it is only the mercy of God that God does not separate his fingers and cause the spider on that thread to fall into the flames. God is not bound to hold us by that spider's web. Another way that he compared, he makes a comparison that is the people walking over a great precipice and, it, and, and the canvas is rotten. And that at any moment the canvas might break and we are plunged into everlasting ruin. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says. Today is the day that you should be like Zacchaeus, climbing the tree to get a glimpse at Jesus Christ. You need to be seeking the Lord now. You need to make the most of today. You need to make this the chief priority of your life right now. Not putting it off, not saying, oh, I'll, I'll come to Christ later when I get the worst of my bad habits taken care of. You need to now, with bad habits and all, come to Christ and ask the Lord to deliver you from your sins. Some people want to try and reform their life. And think that, well, that's when Jesus will accept me. I, I take the worst of my habits and I I reform them and I clean my act up and then I commit myself to the Lord Jesus Christ. But that is not to trust in Christ. That's trusting only in yourself and you're presuming on tomorrow. And God may not give you the grace tomorrow to turn from sin. The grace that he offers today is not guaranteed tomorrow. Your conscience might be seared. God, the Holy Spirit, may withdraw himself from you. The sermons might no longer profit you. You may have no longer have any sermons to listen to. Now is the time to commit yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, I I speak to many of you young people. Seek the Lord early in your life. Don't say, well, I'll, I'll wait till I'm a late teenager to do it. There's nothing that says you have to even wait till you're a teenager. The Bible says that we are to come. We're all responsible. Even if your responsibility is measured by God as a child, you still have that responsibility. Children can come to Christ and do come to Christ. Children have an obligation as adults do. Now, the uh, obligation of adults and mature people is greater, but we still all have an obligation to come. And now is the time to come to Christ. Let me ask you, have you put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you relying on the death and the satisfaction of Jesus's work on the cross? Or are you relying on yourself, relying on being a good Presbyterian, relying on trying to do good works as your hopes for salvation? If you are doing the latter, you need to repent and trust in Jesus Christ. God sent his son As a man to come into the world and save us today from our sins. Not just to give us an opportunity to be saved in the future, but now to believe on him. And today is is the day the gospel is being preached today. You're here today. The word is effectual today by the blessing of the spirit. And we may not see another day. We don't know. We cannot boast. About tomorrow. So children and adults alike need to settle things with Jesus Christ. Number two, make the most of today with regard to relationships. With regard to relationships. First of all, consider are there any relationships that are broken, that need to be restored? Today is the day to seek a restoration of relationships. Is there any step that you can make Paul says, be at peace with all men insofar as it is up to you. Have you done what you can today in order to be right with somebody else? Even if it's not a broken relationship, maybe there's some people that you need to reach out to. Maybe you just simply have uh, allowed yourself to uh, grow in some distance, maybe with a family member. And now is the time. We don't know. We cannot presume that that family member will be around. Maybe you haven't called your parents in a while. Maybe you haven't visited. Maybe it's time to make some plans to go visit that relative, particularly if they're unsaved. And to be there for them and to share Christ with them. Also, with regard to our neighbors, to make the most of today. The relationships that we have and build, we cannot presume on them tomorrow. We need to make the most and be ready. The Bible says be ready in season and out of season to be ready to give an answer for the hope that is within us, that we should meet today with with an eye to evangelizing a a day uh, with an eye, excuse me, to saying that today I'm going to do some good for Christ in somebody's Life of somebody that maybe I don't even know very well or maybe a neighbor of mine or a coworker of mine. Maybe somebody I just bump into at the grocery store at Aldi's or down at the mall or something like that. That I'm going to be ready to witness for Jesus Christ. Uh, because I, I cannot boast tomorrow. Tomorrow they may be gone. Uh, we probably all experienced that. I know I experienced it just this very week. I got a note from... Uh, From our own Jimmy Carter, the the morning uh, before he died. And uh, and so we we don't know uh, about those relationships. Will they be there tomorrow? We cannot we cannot boast in tomorrow. So with regard to your own personal salvation, first, secondly, with regard to relationships, uh, do not boast in tomorrow. Thirdly, with regard to prayer, do not boast in about tomorrow with regards to prayer. Today is a day to pray. Maybe you're conscious that you've neglected prayer for family members. Maybe you've neglected prayer for neighbors or missionaries. Today is a a day uh, to repent, a day to pray, especially this Lord's Day, with the whole of the afternoon ahead of us in the evening, that today be a day that we recommit ourselves in 2020. To be a man of prayer, a woman of prayer, even a boy or girl uh, of prayer, praying for our neighbors, uh, praying for family members that maybe we haven't been praying for. I became cognizant in my own prayer life that I wasn't going through the directory as I should here in this church, name by name by name by name, laboring in prayer and resolved in 2020. That's going to change. We're going back to the old system of Household by household by household, praying and where you stop, you pick up the next prayer time, laboring through each of those names. Feel free to ask me how that's going this year. I don't mind being held accountable Uh, that you make the most of prayer uh, today, uh, tomorrow. It may be too late. It may be that you can't pray for them because they have died. Uh, The Bible gives us an opportunity to pray for people while they're living. But. The Bible says that then come, uh, once death comes, then comes the judgment. And there, there's no more prayers for that person. Uh, can be effectual. The decision has been made. Eternal heaven or eternal hell has already been sealed uh, for that individual. But while they're still living, there's still hope if they're unsaved. And if they're in Christ, there's still more time to grow in grace and likeness to Christ. We see this with uh, Manasseh. We just read about Manasseh. And one of the things that Chronicles brings out, the King's version here didn't bring it out, but the Chronicles version says Manasseh repented at the end of his life. Um, Manasseh did. For all that wickedness he did. Uh, Even Manasseh was not beyond the grace of God. God in the end of his life did uh, save him at the very end. Also, let me say uh, fourthly, Make the most of today with regard to your Sabbaths. The Sabbaths are to be foretastes of heaven. The the Sabbath should not be uh, presumed upon. We don't know that we have another Sabbath before we go to meet the Lord. We don't know how many Sabbaths we have left. No man knows the day that he will be called home. And so make the most of the Lord's day. See it as the high market day of the soul. Use it wisely. Plan for the Sabbath. Uh, Count the Sabbath. The Bible says count it as a delight. Not just as any ordinary work week day, but as a, a special day of grace, a special day of blessing for the family, for the individual and for us as a church. Make the most of the Sabbath. Pray in the mornings before The morning service, use the afternoon with something profitable for your own soul. Uh, Maybe read a a little bit of Christian literature that you just don't ordinarily have time for the rest of the week. Maybe it's a pick up the phone and make a a phone call to reach out to somebody that needs Christ. Um, Use that Sabbath wisely. Make the most of that Sabbath. 20 uh, New Year's, as we begin 2020, New Year's resolutions are sometimes on our minds. I do think they're a good idea, by the way. I I do think it's a good idea to resolve to do things, um, to examine our ways, to amend where we need to amend, to uh, look at our deficiencies, to look at where we've been successful and and to make the most of that. Um, I want to encourage you to do that in this new year. And that you would make the most of your days. That you would present a heart of wisdom to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray together.